Good morning. I'm Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Today, I'm very pleased to have a very dear old college friend and fraternity brother on our program today, Mr. Velton Scholl III. He is the radio host of the Transformation Zone. Velton, welcome to the program and thank you for interrupting your very busy schedule, as I know you have your own radio show and you're in the lecture circuit, to join us to share your thoughts and insights on leadership and to discuss your radio show, The Transformation Zone. Welcome to the program. Thanks, Darrell. I'm honored to be here and uh, just ecstatic that we've had a chance to reconnect after many years, uh, running in the same circles during our college days and some of that we will remain will let remain in the past. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an honor and a pleasure to be with you, my friend and brother. And uh, I'm glad that you've asked me to share some of my thoughts and philosophies with your audience. Beautiful. Always love to talk about the the the, uh, the discipline of leadership. Before we jump into the transformation zone, if you could, could you share with our audience a little bit about your background, your education, your career, and some of the highlights? Sure. I'll just I'll briefly go through it. As you said, we uh, we're fraternity brothers of the fabulous Omega Psi Phi fraternity, Incorporated. And I'm a graduate of Rutgers University in New Brunswick, New Jersey. I have a BA in economics, with a concentration in business administration, and a minor in personnel and human resources. I had hoped at one point to be a human resources director, but, uh, you know, as things have it, you know, things change and uh, your life uh, changes, but uh, those skills have served me very, very well. I started my career in the hospitality industry and spent 27 years there working in operations and in sales. And uh, I got my leadership uh, training as a director of sales and marketing for 20 years. So it's been a great journey. And, you know, people ask me about my radio show titled The Transformation Zone. It's entitled that because I think life is is a journey and it's a transformation from where you are to where you dream of being, and only you can unlock the door to your dreams. Oh, I love that. I love that. Only you can unlock the door to your dreams. And I think that's a key aspect that a lot of times individuals fail fail to realize that really change is, is, is within themselves. Changes is that's the one thing that they can control is themselves versus the actions of others. Oh, absolutely. And you know, it's amazing because most people fear change, but in life, the only constant that there is in anybody's life is change. Something is going to change. The time will change, the day will change, the hour will change, the opportunity will change, your, your attitude will change, your ability will change, and as you get up in age, your ability to do things that your mind tells you you want to do, but your body says, oh no, will change. Oh, it's like when we go to play whole court basketball at, at our tender age of 56, 57. <laughs> 
I hung up my sneakers a while ago, man. I, I tell you what, it, the cost to be the boss is too high right now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. But let's let's talk about uh, your radio show. I love the title, The Transformation Zone. How long have you been doing it? What inspired you to do it? And who are some of your great mentors that you have? Well, you know, it's interesting. I started the show about four years ago, and when I originally started the show, it was under a different name. It was actually titled Selling as a Profession, and it came out of my career in this in the hospitality industry in sales and marketing. And then as I started to think about it and really develop the show, I really wanted to reach a broader audience because I started working with more entrepreneurs and people in leadership roles in business. So I was sitting down one day and I said, what can I do and how do I take this show to the next level? It needs a transformation. And all of a sudden the word transformation became part of my mantra in business and the transformation zone was born. If you go to my website and uh, my the things that I have done there and the things that I speak on, my mantra is transform your thinking. You will transform your world. Transform your thinking to transform your world. Tell us more. And that, that comes out of, I guess, my life story because I grew up in the inner city. And... In, when you grow up in an environment like that, sometimes you have this set mindset that puts limitations and senses around your ability to be creative, absorb other types of thought processes, other types of exposure. And until you open your mind and open yourself to other opportunities and other thought processes, you miss many opportunities. You miss many possibilities to go from, as I, as I, one of my favorite books says, go from good to great. And I'm an avid reader, and I read a book a few months ago mm-hmm. by a gentleman named Jim Collins, and oh, it's yes. called Good to Great. Oh yes, that is, and it that is one of the classics major corporations and and business leaders and how they go from good to great. And one of my favorite topics in that book says that most people get stuck because they're satisfied and content with being good. And they know they lose their thirst and ambition to be great. So I wanted the transformation zone to be a place where people can open their minds, open their thought process, and listen to not just me, but other very successful business leaders, very successful thought-provoking minds that can give them information, give them knowledge, because knowledge is the new currency. The more knowledge you have, the more valuable you become to yourself, 
to potential employers and to your network and business associates. So if I can help someone and sh to share information and knowledge, I have done more than I could ever imagine, singularly, but the radio show allows me to do it in conjunction with other people like yourself. Uh, last night I had my show last night, I had a gentleman, Dr. Richmond McCoy, who is the president and CEO of Urban America, which is a multi-billion dollar development corporation. And he's out of Dallas, Texas. He's been a very, very uh, astute brother. Uh, from He graduated from Fordham University, and he's from New York, and now he lives in Dallas, and he's just an amazing guy. He, um, he really uh, left some incredible information with my audience last night. Um, I've had uh, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough on the show out of Atlanta, Clark University. Um, he did an amazing job for me when he was on the show and really uh, gave my audience a lot of information to think about. He talked about his, his latest book, The Wealth Choice. Uh, I've had, had uh, George C. Frazier on the show in the past uh, with his uh, Connect the Dots uh, movement of taking uh, making uh, black businesses and individuals more aware of how powerful they can be by connecting the dots and working together. Um, I had a gentleman named Mike Kublin from People Tech, and Mike is a, another leadership um, mind, uh, <clears throat> leadership principal uh, teacher and motivator and coach. So I bring not just myself, but a lot of different people onto the show to give people a variety of ideas and thoughts on how to take their performance from where they are mm. to where they dream of being. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Mr. Velton Scholl III, the radio host of the Transformation Zone. Now, we've talked about the Transformation Zone, but how do I find it? Where do I find it? What is the web address for the Transformation Zone? The Transformation Zone is on Blog Talk Radio. And if you are, if it, it comes on Thursday evenings at 6.30 p.m., and if you're traveling and you want to listen to the show, you can dial in on the phone at 914-205-5650. That's 914-205-5650. If you miss the show and you want to listen to the show, you can go to my website, which is veltonshowell.com. That's Z as in Victor, E-L-T-O-N. S-H-O-W-E-L-L.com. And if you go down the, towards the bottom of the home page, there's an area that says free stuff. And if you click the button that says access now, it'll take you to a page where the last six radio shows that I've hosted appear. And you can click on any of the six or all of the six and listen to the last six shows that have happened. And I will tell you, the series for 2017 has been very, very, very powerful. Um, the second show of the year was supposed to, I, I was actually supposed to have my coach and mentor on the show. And unfortunately, he got um, 
uh, sidetracked and wasn't able to make it. We had to move him to a later time this year. But Les Brown will be on our show this year. Um, and that show is called Transformation. It's a marathon, not a sprint. It's a marathon and not a sprint. And for those who are scratching their heads right now about a marathon versus a sprint, give us a little enlightenment in regard to how this phrase comes to life in our everyday lives. Perfect. I'll tell you what. I'm going to give it to you in in a little little story, and it's a story about... um, a gentleman that a lot of people are not aware of. His name is Mo Farah. I'm not sure if anybody in your audience knows who Mo Farah is. But Mo Farah is like most of us. Mo Farah grew up, actually he grew up in Africa, and his passion was running. We all grew up with something that we love to do, something that we would do if we didn't get paid for it, something that when we wake up in the morning we can't wait to get into what it is we love. And we work at it, whether we, whether people are around, whether people are not around, because it's just part of our passion. And Mo's passion was running. And as a small child, he started running through his hometown. And he became very, very proficient as a runner. Over the years, he ran in his junior high school and high school equivalents in his country. And he was so good that he, his parents sent him to England for high school, and he began to run in England. And when, when I talk about transformation being a marathon, not a, journey, not a, a sprint, as we develop in our lives and as we develop our craft and our skills, it takes time, it takes dedication, it takes a good day, it takes a bad day. There are going to be days where we wake up and we don't feel like it. We just, Even though we love it, we just feel like today I don't want to do anything but relax. But because it's a part of who we are, we find the strength and motivation to go at it one more time. And Mo Farah was just like that. He continued to run through high school. He continued to run through college. And he was so good that he was identified by the Olympic Development Program and became one of the runners to represent Great Britain in the 2014 Olympics. Wow. Wow. I'm sorry, 2012 Olympics. Damn. The 2012 mm. Olympics, which was in Great Britain. Mm-hmm. He ran the 5,000 and 10,000 meters. That's awesome. A marathon, not a sprint. He was so good that he won the gold medal in the 5,000 meters in Great Britain in 2012. So, again, when you perfect what you do and you work at it constantly years and years and years you have the potential and opportunity to be the best of the best in everything that you do but you gotta want it you've gotta work for it you gotta give up your sleep for it you gotta give up all of your outside influences to hone your skills 
And Mo worked very, very hard to do that. So hard that not only did he make it to the 2012 Olympics, but he then was also on the team at the 2016 Olympics in Brazil. And as he stood on the line getting ready for the 5,000 meters, I can imagine what was going through his mind. I've arrived. I've made it. I've done everything that I've always wanted to do. I've worked hard. I deserve this. I've got the gold medal. I'm going to do it again. Nobody can stop me. And if you truly love what you do, you develop a mindset that nobody will ever stop you from achieving your goals and dreams. And as the starter raised the pistol, Mofara looked, he positioned himself, and he saw the end before he began. And as he heard the gun sound, pow, he took off running. He started his journey. He started with a, an aggressive movement, not a sprint, because it's 5,000 meters. But he knows he has to move, he has to go, he has to position himself correctly to be able to be at the, the top to finish strong. And as he finished the first thousand meters and he came around the corner, something happened. Many times as we're journeying through our lives and our careers, we're moving at a great pace, everything's going very well, and all of a sudden something happens. Someone pulls the rug out from under us. Someone puts a roadblock in our way. Someone throws us a curve that we're not expecting. And Mo was no different. As he hit the 1,000 meters, one of the other runners veered into his path, tripped him, and he fell to the ground. Mm. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And in a marathon, if you fall, the race is not over. Mo Farah took the attitude that just because I fell doesn't mean it's over. There's an old Indian proverb that says, fall down six times, get up seven. Life will knock you to your knees. It's a choice that you make whether or not you're willing to get up and move ahead or sit and talk about and think about how things could have been. Mofara, instead of falling and thinking about what could have been, he rolled. He continued to move, not on his feet, but on his on his behind and on his left, on his side. He rolled to the point where he could get himself back to his feet and began to run began to pace himself a little harder and a little faster this time because because he fell, he was now a little behind. He was no longer in the position that he once was, but he knew that he had to get back to that position to be able to move further. Mo ran, and he struggled, just like we struggle with difficult times. And he struggled to the point where he started to make progress. He started to catch the pack. He caught up to the person who was behind him when he was before he fell. He caught up to the person who was in front of him before he fell. He started to pass the people that were in front of him when he was in his stride. And with less than a thousand meters to go, Mo Farah was 
in the lead once again in the 5,000 meters. And as he crossed the finish line, winning the 5,000 meters, the announcers said that Mo Farah finished the 5,000 meters here in Rio de Janeiro in 2016, only four seconds off the world record pace that he set four years earlier in London, England. So when I talk about transformation being a marathon, not a sprint, you're going to have a long road to travel. It's not going to be fast. It's not going to be quick. It's not going to be short. It's going to take time. It's going to take hard work. It's going to take dedication. It's going to take times where you feel defeated. But I'm here to tell you that defeat is a temporary situation. The only thing that makes it permanent is if you give up. And I challenge you to be like Mo Farah and other people before you who have fallen and rolled, gotten back up on their feet, and finished strong. And that's why I say transformation is a marathon, not a sprint. That's a very, very powerful story. Very powerful story about Mo Farah transforming your world, transforming your thinking. And Velton, when did you first realize your aspiration to be a leader? You know, it, it's, it's amazing because I guess I always loved helping people. And I always loved coaching people. And I'll say this to you, you know, uh, one of the things that I read many, many years ago that I, I really adopted in my leadership philosophy is just because you get promoted to being the boss doesn't make you a leader. And a leader is more of a servant than they are a dictator or they are a process manager. You know, one of my heroes, Nelson Mandela, said that it is better to lead from behind in, in good times and think when things are going well and prosperous. The good leaders step to the front in times of difficulty and danger. And when you do that, the people that you lead will respect and admire you more and follow you more in your task, in your journey to now, do and great did, things. Now, at, at what point in your life did, did this hit you that you wanted to help people? Because, you know, I tell you, that's, that's a main credo here at Seton Hall University to be servant leaders. When, when, when did that thought well, first think, hit you? Yeah. I, I think it really happened... Uh, during the days when I was at Rutgers University, and um, I actually you know, went through the process of pledging our fraternity and getting involved in campus activities, and you know, one of the things that uh, the chapter had a, um, had a rule that once you became a member of the fraternity, you had to get involved in 
some facet of helping the chapter grow by getting in touch with the university. And the area that I joined was the Student Life Council. And I was, I was elected to the board of the Student Life Council. So we were there making decisions on policies and procedures to enrich and enhance student life. Well, it's one thing to sit in a room and talk about what, should, what we should do for people. It's another thing to get out there and talk to people and ask, what is it that you're looking for? What would you like to see? What, if you could change two things or three things in the way student life happens, what would that be? And I started talking to people, and I started listening to what they were telling me and making suggestions to the other board members on the Student Life Council. And instead of, in some instances, deans, when you see a dean coming, you kind of walk the other way, you kind of hasten your pace, it got to the point where I was able to talk to the deans, laugh with the deans, joke with the deans, and they knew me, and I knew them, and there was a mutual respect there, and I was able to get things done, not for me, but for other people. And I, it just started snowballing in my mind that if we can work together to do good for others, we can change a lot of things here on campus and hopefully in my professional life and in the world. And as I got into corporate America, that philosophy took me a long, long way of just working with people, serving people, helping people achieve their goals and results. Wow. And, you know, one of the, one of the awards that, you know, everybody says, oh, you, you know, you, you won some awards in corporate America. One of the awards I'm most proud of was leaving the sales team of the year for the company that I worked for. Mm -hmm. You know, I had nine individuals who absolutely overcame major adversity in a market and set the world on fire to become the sales team of the year out of 150 hotels. Wow, that is awesome. To be the leader yes. of that kind of group really helped me make that transition uh, to higher, a uh, higher lofty goal. Velton, believe it or not, life. believe it or not, we are out of time. However, I, wow. I, I, I do want you, if you could take 30 seconds to mm -hmm. provide the audience with one thought that, that you want to leave them with in regards to your radio program, which is on Blog Talk Radio at 6 p.m., the transformation zone. What would, what, what would be that one thought you would leave our listeners here this morning? As you go through life, you're going to need to muster all of your knowledge and your network to help you go from where you are to where you want to be. Don't be afraid to surround yourself with like-minded, aspiring, goal-oriented individuals. Share your knowledge and allow them to pour into you, and together you can change 
your position from where you are to where you dream to be. That is awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank our in-studio guest, Mr. Velton Schaul, the third, the radio host of the Transformation Zone. Velton, thank you for a very inspiring talk today. My pleasure, Darrell. Thanks very much for having me. Uh, congratulations on your show. God bless you for what you do to help us change the world. Uh, thank you, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for this weekend. This is Darrell Gunter, your host of leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM located on the beautiful campus of Seton Hall University in South Orange, New Jersey. Remember, you can catch our show Saturday mornings, 8 a.m. And if you missed the show, catch our podcast on iTunes U under Seton Hall University. Look for leadership with Darrell Gunter. Have a great weekend, but remember, leadership begins with you.